KC Covers Country. Let's get controversial. It's 5 a.m. on Friday, November 12th, and we're going to talk about the CMAs because I've got so many mixed reviews over the past couple days, but this is the first time for an award show that I actually have some like real feelings myself. I haven't truly sat down and watched a full out country award show since I was probably, I'll tell you when, it's the last time that Brad Paisley won Entertainer of the Year, which was probably about 2008. So if that tells you anything, I go back and forth a lot on the concept of award shows because at the end of the day, it's hard to put art in a box and a labeled box labeled best vocalist of the year or simply nominated as vocalist of the year. But at the same time, we have these award shows and we talk about them and we report on them because it's fun and it's cool to celebrate those awesome artists sometimes in their music and appreciate the ones who are doing big things and changing the industry. So although sometimes on WIL you might hear us say, you know, award shows don't matter. Who really cares? We're still going to talk about it today because a lot of people seem to have some feelings. Okay. There were a lot of things about this week's CMAs that I loved. I loved seeing Miranda Lambert. She is still a bad bitch. The award show queen. She's won 58 awards in her what? decade and a half long career she gave a medley of all her biggest hits and it was so good as always also I loved seeing Chris Stapleton take home four out of the five awards that he was nominated for I mean sometimes it it does get a little tedious when you're going throughout the whole show and it's the same person winning over and over again it's just That it's Chris Stapleton and he's like this 40-something-year-old man who has worked behind the scenes as a writer and a producer for so many years, bringing up so many other artists and now he is the face of his own brand. And to me, that's real talent and a real human who people love because he's a good fucking man. Anybody who wants to argue with me about Chris Stapleton and why he's deserving, feel free to come at me because I I actually have a peer. (laughs) I actually have a peer who was passionately pissed after the CMAs were over. And they went off on me about all the, well, not on me, but like maybe to me or in front of me, about all the reasons why it was the most awful thing they'd ever seen. (laughs) And I'm kind of, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to use a lot of that throughout this because it really stuck with me. And something that I'm learning as I get older is that I have this tendency to not want to ruin a moment. I don't want to ruin a Wednesday or a moment for somebody else. So if they're saying something that I just completely could not agree with any less, I'll just let them say it. Or even if somebody's yelling at me, I've always had this weird instinct to just take it home with me and let it digest until I can find my actual thoughts and my real words so I don't end up spewing out something that I don't mean. Um, And now as I get older, I feel like I just I need to let go of that and just tell people to their face. Actually, what you're saying is kind of a load of shit. Anyway, I have this peer who says that the Brothers Osborne won duo of the year because TJ is gay and they made too big of a deal about it. Okay, leave that there. I'm going to keep going. They said they made too big of a deal out of 
Nikki Guyton, Brittany Spencer, and Madeline Edwards' performance. If you didn't see their performance, they're three gorgeous black women who don't get enough country airplay. And they performed together, and they all wore their natural hair, like, combed out into afros. It's not just this one person who feels that that shouldn't have happened, because honestly, it hits me really close to home, the people that do feel that way. So, if you happen to be in the same boat, if you were watching the CMAs and you thought that that was unnecessary, I will tell you why it's important and why it matters. It matters because it hasn't existed on the country music platform before, period. Because although people of color can enjoy country music and listen to it on their own or play it, they are not represented. Don't even say the names Darius or Jimmy Allen because that's like two people out of 50 mainstream white guys. This is similar in the way that there weren't women in country for a long time. Loretta Lynn was the first woman to win Entertainer of the Year. Imagine what happened the year she won or the year before that or the year when just women were nominated in general. Once again, people saying they're making a big deal out of the women. They're making too big a deal out of the women being here. Who cares? And still, the women in mainstream country music are underrepresented. Your 2021 mainstream radio artists are Carrie, Miranda, Marin, and Kelsey. That's four. I play about two of those artists every hour in the midday on a mainstream country radio station in a top 24 market. You want to know why you don't recognize Mickey Guyton or Brittany Spencer or Spencer or Madeline Edwards when you saw them perform at the CMAs? Because they are not represented at all in country music at the same level as a white artist, much less a white male artist. I bet you recognized every single male artist that performed at the CMAs. And that is why it fucking matters. Because somebody's got to be the first to do it so it's not so shell-shocking so that it can happen more regularly. Because when my grandmother was my age, they were saying the same shit about white women in country music. It was three minutes out of the show. You know what I mean? You You don't have to be so upset. And now that we've started off significantly stronger than we normally do... Um, I'd like to go back to the Brothers Osborne. You can't blame anything on their publicity over the last year. You especially can't blame this win over their publicity beyond the last year. A genius radio personality named Julia. She's from B106 in Chicago. She's incredible. She once told me, artists get good once they start releasing honest music about their real lives. Hence, what happened when they got honest about TJ's journey and, I mean, the journey they both have taken together. Not to mention they had a killer album, a great year, an awesome tour, and quite honestly, sound country. And that's where duos like Dan and Shay fall at country music award shows, in my opinion. I mean, catch those two at the AMAs where their sound is more represented. No shade. Love them. They are changing the industry. But read the room. It's about time and place. On to the next, while we're still spicy... Luke Bryan, okay, so I think he absolutely destroyed in the best way as a host. He did so well. He's hilarious naturally. He has the timing of a true comic and a winning smile that can win over a crowd. But he did lose his footing at one very obvious moment. He said, all of our artists were all here, were all tested and immunized. And then you see him lose his footing and say, who isn't? Who isn't immunized? Right as the camera flashes to Carrie Underwood, giving him some serious side eye. 
If you are absolutely living under a rock, let me fill you in. You're probably missing the fact that Carrie Underwood has been liking tweets once or twice about the lack of safety when it comes to getting the COVID vaccine. Now, left turn. Since then, superstar quarterback Aaron Rodgers lied about being vaccinated when he wasn't, got COVID. Yes, I know you can still get COVID when you're vaccinated. That's not the point right now. He lied to the NFL and said he was vaccinated when he wasn't. Don't come at me with deets and opinions. Just reporting. Carrie Underwood's husband, Mike Fisher, made a statement saying that he stands with Aaron Rodgers, which made that split second moment that they flashed to Carrie Underwood at the CMAs after Luke Bryan said, who's not immunized? Very ballsy. I mean, not very ballsy upon Luke Bryan. It's obvious he lost his footing. I don't know. Probably wasn't the cutest thing to say, but he said it. And it made for very gossipy news site headlines. Of course, Carrie's not going to say anything about it one way or the other because, like, A, she rarely says anything these days. But also because drama just isn't her brand. Why would she? In all reality, Luke Bryan didn't mean that pointed at Carrie. Some production camera operator in the controls room had some nerve and really made a... I mean, at the end of the day, I guess that's show business, baby. So I don't know. If you see any memes of Carrie Underwood giving side eye to Luke Bryan, now you know the backstory. Honestly, that meme has a lot of potential. Don't doubt that I'm going to be using that on the WIL socials sometime soon. Okay, I'm running out of time here. I got to do a morning show soon. So we got to get to some less spicy stuff. One of my favorite moments of the show was when, obviously, Luke Combs won Entertainer of the Year. I mean, just like Chris Stapleton, Luke Combs is a good man. Everybody loves him. He sells out stadiums. He's never won this award. And being the hottest commodity ever over the past two years, it feels like the perfect time for him to win Entertainer of the Year. So I, I know a lot of the other artists can all... Arguments, what am I trying to say? Arguments can always be made for all of the other artists as well. That's what makes it compelling. But I do support that Luke Combs won it this year. Um, he would have gotten my vote. Okay, and Old Dominion as Group of the Year. Of course, obviously they won Group of the Year. I think that they actually sold out both nights that they're coming to the factory in Chesterfield in December. If that fact is wrong, which I'm pretty sure I'm right, but if that fact is wrong, maybe you should go buy tickets to see them on December 3rd at the factory with WIL. And who else? Oh, Jimmy Allen, dude. Jimmy Allen as Artist of the Year. Of course he's Artist of the Year. Again, these awards seemed very obvious to me this year. But not only has Jimmy impressed me uh, with his music, of course, and... I mean, when he came to St. Louis, he was the talk of the town. He was here with Brad Paisley, and I heard he was just a highlight of the show. Not to mention how Jimmy Allen has still been headlining at shows while competing on Dancing with the Stars, while bringing a child into the world I will never understand. I mean, that's all happened within the last, what, one and a half months that's so crazy. When I found out that Jimmy Allen was going to be on Dancing with the Stars, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think that he was going to last very long. He lasted much longer than I expected. And he did so well. Like, he was always getting decent scores. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the show, so don't get critical with me. But let's just say he did much better than I was expecting. I was very impressed, especially as somebody who just welcomed their third child. It, it amazes me. I don't know how he and his wife Alexis did it, but shout out to them. And he's very deserving of this award. And I know that he's going to go on to be like 
to be like a Luke Bryan for us. What other big moments am I missing? Oh, I loved, I loved Ashley McBride and Carly Pierce's little moments. So obviously they're tight. They just released a song together. I want to say a couple months ago, maybe a month ago. And it's clear that they've bonded so much since then. Carly Pierce won Female Vocalist of the Year. And you could tell she was just in shock when she won it. She went up on stage and couldn't even stand, couldn't even speak words because she was just so emotional. And Carly Pierce has been emotional. That's like a real trend for her over the past year. But also going back to the thing that my radio friend once said, artists get really good once they start writing music about their true lives, once they start getting really vulnerable and honest in their music. And that's exactly what Carly Pierce did. I mean, her album 29 or the EP and then the actual album written in stone moved me. I can rarely say that about a full album that comes out in 2021 because, you know, it's a singles world and nobody wants to release albums anymore. Well, those albums were absolutely incredible and I felt for her so much afterwards. It was like suddenly I was on her team. I was rooting for her. And the fact that she was not expecting to win this award at all, she did. And then couldn't even speak when she got up there. Ashley McBride sort of just made her way to the stage. Ashley was also nominated in this category, and she was on the side of the stage. I don't know like what prompted her to, but she just ran up there so, so lightly, so casually. She stepped in front of Carly Pierce to the microphone. She said, what Carly means to say is, there's a lot of love and respect in this category. And now, if you come see us at Jingle Fest on December 4th at the Family Arena, you will also be buying $20 tickets to see your female vocalist of the year, which I think is pretty cool. Besides, Carly Pierce was already the one person on the lineup that I was the most excited to see. So, as our only girl out of five artists, once again with the underrepresentation, I know she's going to put on a great show. I've been talking for about 15 minutes or so now, and I'm sure Remy is just sitting in the studio, stirring, wondering where I'm at, why I am not in there yet. So I will go ahead and play some of our Casey Covers Countries that we did on the air earlier this week and um, fill you in on everything else outside of the CMAs. Also... Next week, I'm so excited. I've been begging my music director to let me talk to one new artist in particular. And I mean, he's probably sick of hearing me say her name because I've been begging him to talk to his labels and his reps and his connections to get her on the phone with me. And finally, I found out that she and I are going to talk next Thursday. And I can't wait to include it in the Casey Covers Country podcast because... I think you're really going to love her, too. Honestly, there's no way you can't. I'm not going to tell you who it is, though, just in case anything possibly goes wrong. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope that wasn't too jarring for your Friday morning. I hope you have a great weekend, and I'll catch you next time. See ya. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. I think we can always appreciate that Chris Jansen just keeps it real, right? He's like the realist. He is the realist. <laughs> and he's in it for the people. And he's always got a sweet spot in his heart for, um, of course, our veterans and our people in service or of service. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's doing something cool this week to support that. Tied up again. It's a Tuesday here in Remy versus Casey. That was not right. That was from earlier in the week. Let me find this Chris Jansen. 
This is Veterans Day week, of course, and uh, Bass Pro and I partnered uh, together and in coordination with Folds of Honor, and we're giving um, no less than $100,000 this week Wow! Uh, to families of uh, veterans and their families and their children and uh, fallen soldiers alike, and um, it's, it's going to be great, man. It's going to be divvying out some scholarships on behalf of Bye Mom. So his song, Bye Mom, that we played probably a couple weeks ago in Catch of the Day, He's using proceeds from that to benefit veterans, as well as if you pa- if you shop at Bass Pro Shops this week or Cabela's as well, round up at the register, and that will all go to veterans or families, military families. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens when he plays that at Jingle Fest this year, uh, because he's such a rambunctious performer, and yeah. to kind of wind it down and to do that song in front of a, a huge crowd of people, it's going to be pretty interesting, because I know the first time I heard it, I was like, ah! I want to cry right now. I know. <laughs> it's a super heartfelt song that I think is perfect to go along with this campaign to help out veterans. Of course, Veterans Day this week, it, there couldn't be a better time for it. And I am excited just to see Chris Jansen in general at Jingle Fest because now it's like he's done the grind. He's done the working for years and years to get to where he is now. Yeah. And he can just enjoy it. I feel like I'm I finally had a place in my career where I can really just kind of sit back and have fun along with the hard work that goes along with it and the tour should be really amazing. Yeah, we can't wait to see him. Jingle Fest is December 4th at the Family Arena. Tickets are at 923wil.com and like I said, if you happen to be at Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's this week, make sure you round up at the register for the veterans. I know, I just always talk about Kane Brown, but Kane Brown's like the only one out here doing stuff right now. <laughs> Keeping interesting stories in the headlines. And I really do mean that. Like he's always working with different nonprofits or putting on different like virtual shows or working with students or he out there. The Boys and Girls Club. He's always doing something and putting a fun spin on it. And he was just on Sesame Street. Is Sesame Street not like the gateway to oh you've officially made it in your household name? For sure. Yeah, I I remember seeing, you know, my favorite singers or celebrities on Sesame Street and going, okay. If Elmo's cool with you, then I'm cool with you. What? Yeah. I guess I was not a Sesame Street kid. If Big Bird's going to give you a high five, I'll give you a high five. I think they weirded me out a little bit. Up until this summer when we met the Sesame Street characters in Turks and Caicos. Yeah. If you then can meet I was them in cool paradise. That. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> However, I was always a little bit concerned as to why all these artists go on Sesame Street. But they always end up doing fun stuff. Like I remember Kelsey Ballerini sang a song about families and how different families just look different or how Kane Brown went on Sesame Street, sang a song about sports. When you first played the song for me, I thought it was Brad Paisley. They kind of do have a similar a similar sound. It's the same vibe. Same vibe. I'm sure he would take that as a compliment, too. Anyway, I might post the uh, the clip of him on Sesame Street because he did a great job to our Facebook page, 923WIL. Follow us if you're not already. WIL. If you missed Dancing with the Stars last night, this is your... 
time to tune out. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Jimmy Allen. Bye. We know he's on Dancing with the Stars. I don't know. Have you been watching his dances or keeping up with it? Every week I post his latest dance to our Facebook page. So if you are like me and don't actually watch the show, you can at least see how he's doing. I just watched Jimmy. That's all I watch. Same. (laughs) The only one I'm invested in. Yeah. This past week, he scored a 32 out of 40. You used to be an avid star of the, or avid like fan of this show. Is a 32 out of 40. At this point, it's not awesome. At this point in the season. Yeah, he's got to be doing straight 40s, like straight 10s and 9s and 10s. But I don't know. Maybe he's kind of falling off the table at this point. Yep, he has actually fallen back on a plane to Nashville. No! He is out. No. I know. I was kind of thinking at the beginning of the season, he was just doing so well. And I felt like he had so much traction. I thought, could a country star win this year? Or at least like make top three? Um. To be honest, I don't know how many people are left. I feel like they're halfway through the season. I just, I continually see JoJo Siwa in my TikTok feed. Like her and her partner do nonstop TikTok content. Oh, yeah. All day long. And so, and she's a dancer. Like she literally taught dance classes to, to girls and boys growing up, like through Dance Moms. I don't understand how that how, how a dancer how is allowed on Dancing with Stars. How is it stars. fair? Yeah. So. Yeah. Also, I don't know how much um, the fans' role plays in it. So, because you can vote yourself, right? Yeah, but the we audience all, can vote. We all know how that goes, right? That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> it's it's like really sucky for someone who's got probably two million followers up against someone who might be a better dancer but has a less of a following. Yeah, I, I'm sure they weight those differently. Like, I'm sure that it's it's like, who's going to draw the biggest crowd towards the end of this? Like, we want people to tune in on the finale, right? It's all about ratings. It's all about right. money in the end of this. So who is going to, uh, who's going to pay the most at the end? And so they want to keep those people around. Obviously, you got to have some kind of talent, right? Right. Sorry, just hate that. Because I love Jimmy Allen and he did great. Way to represent so the country sparkly. music. It's so sparkly. <laughs> I love his sparkles. Casey covers country. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.